Hello, and welcome to the library beneath the hidden staircase. The beauty of this library is no matter what librarian you have, the stories these old, tattered books contain are always worth the read. I am Kristen Seavey. Now don't be too scared down here. Just stay close to my flashlight and all will be well. Let's get into today's story. We often associate unique marriages with the last several decades, forgetting that for most of history, marriages have been more of a contract for wealth, comfort, and offspring. Kings would have multiple wives, and wealthy nobles' children were often just pawns to increase the family status by marrying them off to the most wealthy single nobles they could. People have continually constructed their own unique ever-afters. Our story for today involves a platonic marriage formed out of practicality that ended in death. This is no Romeo and Juliet tragic romance. Instead, it's a Victorian tale of one woman who first found marriage, then found love, while her husband found himself six feet under. The story takes us to the heart of London, in the Pimlico district. The year is 1875, and Thomas Edwin Bartlett has just married Adelaide Blanche Bartlett, out of convenience and companionship. Both knew that they would join in matrimony as platonic, non-romantic partners. Adelaide was around 20 then, while Thomas was 10 years her senior. Before long, Adelaide was seeking more than just security and company. She began having an affair with Thomas's brother, who also lived in the home. They were discovered after a short while, and Adelaide's treatment in the home drastically changed. Her lover and brother-in-law quickly left for America, and her father-in-law, who owned the house, began verbally degrading her. Soon, as another form of punishment for her breaking their contract, under the guise of Thomas wanting her more educated, Adelaide was sent off, first to a boarding school, where she was only allowed home on the holidays, but then also to a convent school in Belgium, for over a year before she was allowed back to live in the same house with her husband. Part of their agreement was to only have intimate relations when they wanted to have children. But after suffering from the pain of giving birth to a stillborn child in December of 1881, Adelaide vowed to never have children. A few years passed and the couple was living amicably. Thomas managed several grocery stores and Adelaide remained faithful to him and to their agreement. That was until a young Wesleyan minister named George Dyson entered their lives. He quickly became a close acquaintance often seen out with them, frequenting their home, and soon had dinner with them most evenings. They grew so close that Thomas Bartlett wrote out his will. He left everything to his wife and made George Dyson executor. Eventually, the couple desired their own home and moved into an apartment in West Pimlico. Adelaide was finally away from her mistreatments from her father-in-law and both were away from his watchful eye. This was a happy time for them, 
they were out in their own home and had plenty of privacy. Their close friend, George Dyson, who continued to visit them, did so more frequently. In December of 1885, Thomas woke up one morning feeling miserable. His teeth were killing him from a botched dental surgery a decade earlier, where his teeth were filed down and left to rot. He always felt pain and discomfort from it, but this time it was worse. He became bedridden and doctors were called in to take a look. Based on his gums, they said that it looked like he had been given mercury sometime recently. Thomas didn't believe him and requested a second opinion. The findings from the doctor were, his friends should suspect, if anything happened to him, that his wife was poisoning him. Worried about his son, Thomas's father began visiting the home often to check on him and keep an eye on Adelaide. Not long after this, Adelaide requested George to bring her large amounts of chloroform. She claimed that she had used it to help treat her husband's discomfort. George seemingly didn't hesitate and soon delivered the chemical from several suppliers, telling each one that he needed it to remove grease spots. On New Year's Eve of 1885, Thomas was beginning to feel a little better and the couple spent a quiet evening at home. Adelaide claimed she fell asleep in a chair with her hand on Thomas's foot. When she awoke around 4 a.m., she felt her husband's ice-cold toes and looked over to see that he was dead. In a futile attempt to revive him, she said that she attempted to pour a glass of brandy down his throat. It was then she said she realized he was indeed dead. The first person in the room was the couple's landlord, who said the room had a chloric ether aroma when he entered. Upon first inspection of the body, the doctor could find no external causes of death. A team was quickly gathered to perform an autopsy. Their findings indicated a large amount of chloroform in his stomach. They found no other apparent causes of death. Adelaide was quickly arrested, along with George, for the murder of Thomas Bartlett. George pleaded not guilty and was indicted to be a witness for trial. During this, George claimed that their relationship started as friends, but he soon developed feelings for Adelaide. He said that Thomas knew about it and encouraged it, even to the point where if Thomas died, his wife was to marry George. Letters between the two men were brought forth as evidence and matched up to his claims. Statements of love were often used between them. Something that doctors couldn't figure out was the chloroform. It causes burns when it comes into contact with tissue, but there were no burn marks in Thomas's mouth or throat. Claims of suicide were also removed because someone couldn't consume that much due to severe pain consciously. Adelaide stated that she asked George to get it for her so she could rub small amounts on her husband's gums to ease his pain. However, she was adamant that she did not murder him. Her lawyer during the trial stated that in their 11 years of marriage, 
they were only intimate once. When Mr. Bartlett began requesting his, quote, marital rights to sex, Adelaide claims that's when she started using chloroform to subdue him. After a week-long testimony from everyone who knew the couple, the jury's verdict was not guilty, to everyone's surprise, due to lack of concrete evidence. Even after the trial, surgeon Sir James Paget remarked, now that she's been acquitted for murder and can't be tried again, she should tell us, in the interest of science, how she did it. After the trial, both Adelaide and George left to live in America. However, they went their separate ways before arriving. Adelaide lived in Boston, and all that's known about her life is that she was a piano teacher and passed away in 1933. George, however, changed his name to John Walker and began working as a successful journalist. He also joined the Navy and became the editor of The Scientific American. Did Thomas Bartlett die by suicide? Was it a horrible mistake? In his delirium, grabbing the wrong bottle in the dim light? Or was it his wife, Adelaide, getting away with the perfect murder? (laughs) 